Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to r slash am I the jerk, where this woman wonders if she's in the right or the wrong for taking two seats on a bus. Am I the jerk for taking up two seats on a bus? I ride the bus because I can't afford a car, insurance, gas, etc. I'm a 19-year-old woman and I live in the US, for context. A couple of days ago, I was on a bus that wasn't that busy. Not empty, but there were multiple unused seats and no one had to stand. I'd just gone shopping and had heavy bags that were hard to carry and hardly fit in front of my legs. So, I sat in one seat and placed my bags on the seat next to me, essentially taking up two seats on my own. Since it wasn't crowded when I got on, I didn't see an issue. And like I said, the bags were super heavy and they hurt to carry, so I wanted to set them down. The bus ride was kind of long, and as it went on, more and more people got on the bus. It eventually got pretty crowded to the point where some people had to stand up. I didn't ever move my bag or offer the seat to someone. In my experience, most people don't want to sit next to strangers anyway, and a lot of the time, people will end up standing instead of sitting in an empty seat next to someone they don't know. Also, no one said anything to me. At the last stop, ended at the bus station where pretty much everyone was getting off, Someone passive-aggressively told me you could have moved your bag and not been inconsiderate and rude Everyone wants to sit not just you or something along those lines I didn't really respond because I didn't know what to say The person who said that never asked me to move my stuff and if they did I probably would have so I don't understand how I was being rude They could have asked during the ride instead of insulting me after it was already done Buses are also generally first come first serve. So I think my behavior was normal Am I the jerk? Wow, starting off an episode with someone that is just 100% a jerk. I mean, it's not even a conversation. It's not even a debate. You don't have to be asked to do something to be kind enough to do it. Uh, The given thing when you're sitting there is literally the done thing. You'd be stupid not to. If you're using two seats and people are having to stand, then you give up one of the seats. It's just a fact. You can put the shopping elsewhere. You said that, you know, you didn't have loads of space, but you make it work. You don't want to make people stand. That is awful. Also, it's not on other people to ask you if they can sit there. You should be expected to do that. It's just it's just a nice thing to do. I do that all the time, by the way. If, if there's two seats and I've got a bag, I'll put my bag on the seat. That's completely fine. But as soon as it's getting a little bit busier and you know that people are looking for seats and people are having to stand, I mean, it shouldn't even get to that point. You move your bag, you offer the seat, obviously. I don't actually understand how someone can write this and think that that's even up for discussion. What a start to the episode. Am I the jerk for splashing women with water at the pool? I am a 31-year-old woman and swimming is my hobby and how I keep healthy. My favorite swimming pool is the local university pool. As a graduate, I have access, but they also have community hours when people from the town can pay and swim. It doesn't do lane swimming, but typically everyone knows to stay away from those doing laps. 
I was doing laps at the far end with the pool wall on my side So I couldn't move even if I wanted to I was mid-session when two women my age jumped right in front of me and just stood there by the wall on the shallow end I couldn't stop in time and I pushed from the wall between them forcing them to move aside I was being more careful next lap, but they just kept standing there There was plenty of space on the other side of the pool where they could stand and chat without bothering anyone But they chose to stand right in front of me So I continued swimming pushing from the wall if they refused to move I just turned in water making sure to make a big splash I took a break to drink some water and one of them started screaming at me how I got her hair all wet I told her it's her fault and just continued swimming She waited for me in the changing rooms and went on about how I was inconsiderate and I ruined her hair I told her to f off She started going off at me and started screaming calling me a jerk and a female dog I grabbed my stuff and went to one of the cubicles to have a shower and change when I was leaving They were talking to the manager. One of them was crying about her hair I told my sister and she thinks that I was the jerk here, but I didn't think so before But now with my sister agreeing I worried that I might have been so am I the jerk guys before I give my comments here Opie has added some updates First of all, just to add, Opie was the only person when the woman came in. They had the whole pool to stand. They chose to purposefully stand in front of me without swimming at all. Second, the pool is 25 meters long and you swim lengthwise from deep to shallow end and back. They had the whole shallow end wall free except for the meter or so I was using for kicking off. I didn't take the whole shallow end. Who would do laps there except for kids? Also, while there's no designated lap lanes, lap swimming isn't forbidden. Typically during open swim, 75% of swimmers do lap swimming. They weren't older ladies. They are about my age in their early 30s. And finally, I didn't leave the pool to grab water. I had water on the edge along with my other stuff for drills or my earplugs, etc. This is perfectly normal and acceptable. Okay, you're definitely not the jerk here. I have no idea what these women are doing. They've gone for a swim and then they're annoyed that their hair's got wet. Like, at a public pool. What What did you expect to happen? If you're going to do that and you don't want your hair to get wet, first of all, probably not the best idea to go to a public pool. Second of all, don't go near the people that are swimming, like actively swimming and doing lengths. And thirdly, just wear a swim cap. Obviously, again. I would say that you could have perhaps asked them the first time, you know, taking 30 seconds just to say, by the way, ladies, I'm doing some lengths. Would you mind moving to another part of the pool? But then again, it is kind of obvious that you're doing lengths. And if the entirety, the rest of the pool is open for them, including the majority of the shallow end to sit and chat and do whatever they want and not get in your way. And that's kind of on them for not doing that. And they really can't complain that much. Am I the jerk for not being upset that my friend's dog could die because of me? I was hosting a big garden party at the weekend. I invited my entire friend group plus their partners. Now, one of my friends takes her dog everywhere. I told her no pets were allowed. Although it was a garden party, we were in and out of my home and I have four cats. My cats do not like dogs and neither do I. Anyway, my friend showed up with her dog. I told her that her dog was not welcome in my home or garden and I asked her to please take her dog home or elsewhere. Now, I thought my friend left. I went inside to sort some things out. I went into my garden about 15 minutes later and my friend was standing there in my garden talking to our friends. She doesn't live that close, so I was confused. I went to ask her how she got back so quickly. She told me she just popped in and was going since her dog isn't welcome. I asked her then where her dog is and she shrugged her shoulders and said he was around. I went looking and found him at the bottom of the garden eating my crops and making a mess. I was angry and told my friend to get her dog off my property. A few hours later, she called me asking me what her dog ate. I had no clue. 
My gardener plants and attends everything and I told her I didn't know But I told her he'd made a huge mess dug things up and clearly eaten things She shouted at me that her dog is sick and that I need to find out what the dog ate I told her I had no idea but I text my gardener to ask but it was really her problem I did send the text but my gardener didn't answer my friend then called again wanting to know what her dog ate But I told her I still didn't know She told me I obviously don't care if her dog dies and called me a jerk Now I still don't know what her dog ate But apparently he is very sick and might die I feel bad But I told her not to bring her dog on my property So I don't feel responsible like she says I am So am I the jerk? Now once again we do have a little bit more information before I give my assessments First of all after being unable to reach my gardener OP says they took pictures of everything the dog dug up which was a lot, and sent them to her friend. But Opie has no idea what the dog ate and what it just dug up. And for all I know, what it ate isn't even pictured because the whole section is a mess. This wasn't good enough for her. She wants me to tell her exactly what it ate, and I just don't know. And I don't want to spend hours trying to figure it out when I don't even know if it can be figured out. Next point, my cats are house cats. They don't go in my garden and aren't at risk of getting sick from whatever my gardener is growing. My garden is huge and what is growing changes often so no i don't keep track of what is planted and then one final update op actually blocked their now ex-friend after dozens of nasty calls and texts but got an update from a mutual friend the dog is at dog hospital the dog's pretty sick but it is expected to make a full recovery i managed to contact my gardener eventually it looks like the dog ate some potatoes or something a lot was destroyed so even my gardener isn't 100 percent sure what was eaten but he thinks that maybe the pesticides were the problem all the info from my gardener was passed to my ex-friend oh and finally my ex-friend has seen this post and is very angry about it everyone say hi to suzanne suzanne if you're watching um first of all Really hope you're enjoying the content and especially that last story. And second of all, uh, subscribe and follow for more because loads more stories about jerks like you coming right up. Speaking of which, you are a jerk. Uh, I know that's tough to hear, um, but don't click off. I need the retention. Thanks. I'll explain to you why in a, in a hopefully a, a kind, considerate way. Um, you're stupid. Is that is that enough? Is he still watching? Okay, well, look, I'll be honest. Um, you've been told specifically not to bring your dog onto private property and you've done so. That's all I need to say. Look, from OP's perspective, maybe you could be a little bit more, I don't know, sorry that this happened. But again, I, I do agree with you. What are you supposed to do? Say, oh my gosh, that's so my fault that my gardener sprays pesticides on my plants in a house that I've told you not to come into with your dog. You could be sorry that the dog is sick and could have died obviously it's good to hear that the dog is fine or, or getting better anyway and is not going to die and i think that you were to be fair at not one point did you say oh yeah i'm happy that your dog got ill however to go beyond that and take the blame and, and be guilt and like feel guilty nah i don't think so if anything the owner should should take the blame surely and feel guilty maybe they do and maybe they're just kind of putting that onto you passing the buck to make themselves feel better about themselves but yeah nonetheless your dog is your business, right? And if you've been told not to take it into a place and you still do, then what happens in that place, you kind of have to be responsible for. Am I the jerk for telling my wife that she needs to get over being upset with me for pulling a scare prank on our son? Last Friday night, I, a 37-year-old man, was hanging out with my daughter, who was 10, watching a movie. My wife was working late while our nine-year-old son was hanging out with his friend. At around 8 p.m., his friend's mum texted me, letting me know that she was driving him home. I thanked her and then let my daughter know that her brother was on his way. She then suggested that we play a prank on him in which we jump out and scare him. 
I thought it would be a funny practical joke. And long story short, she and I ended up putting on scary Halloween masks, dimming the lights and hiding behind a couch. I then texted his friend's mum and told her that his sister and I were watching a movie and to send him to the family room downstairs when he got home. He got home and came in. We heard him come in and say, hello, and then come down the stairs. When he got close, we jumped out at him and shouted. Now, here is where I fully admit I messed up. I thought he'd just be startled for a second and then would laugh with us over the prank. But that's not what happened. We ended up frightening him way more than I'd anticipated. He first started running off and then ended up having a huge, trembling, crying adrenaline dump for a long time. I felt really bad and so did his sister. His mother came home not long after and ended up sitting with him, hugging and comforting him. Naturally, she wasn't amused by my antics, which I understand because, again, I screwed up. However, she has stayed mad at me for all these days afterwards. She'll barely talk to me. I eventually got tired of it and told her that she needed to get over it. I screwed up, but I didn't mean any harm. I just really underestimated how much our prank would scare our son. I also think that our daughter is seeing how she's treating me over it and is being made to feel way too bad over her idea that was just playful, not bad-natured. But my wife just says that I should have known better and won't seem to forgive me. I get it. She's always been a complete mama bear. But it's not as if I don't love our kids too. Was my prank honestly so beyond that pale that I deserve to keep being punished over it? Ah, you know, this... (sighs) I've got to just say it. I just think you're the jerk here, my friend. I'm sorry. I really do. I think with your kids, you have to be so careful with with any sort of prank or or thing like this because ultimately, and maybe this is a bit serious, but something like this could genuinely end up scarring your kid. Like it genuinely could. We all know how, how important childhood is and how things that happen in a person's childhood can really shape the way they are in future and cause a lot of issues. Can cause some great things, but can cause a lot of issues as well. I don't know. I think the reaction that your kid had to this was so major that you probably should should have known it was a possibility you know your, your son's nine i presume you know them very well if there was ever any kind of doubt in your mind that, that this could have happened which i believe you should have had that doubt right given that it did and he's your nine-year-old son then you shouldn't have done it and like, i get it it was meant to be an innocent prank it went wrong and you know in general pranks recently at least on social media have got a lot of backlash for just not being at all funny but i still think personally there's there's place in the world for for just casual pranks that aren't malicious like this maybe could have been but i don't know it just went way too far and i have to agree with your wife you probably should have known better and uh yeah she's gonna be angry with you for a while you're gonna have to take that don't worry though it's not gonna change everything long term you'll be fine just yeah i definitely don't think that she is in the wrong for still being upset over you literally traumatizing your own hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Am I the jerk for not trying harder to let my ex know our son passed? Both myself, a woman, and my partner, a man, were 28 when I found out I was pregnant. Together, four years. Personally, I didn't want the child. My work was offering potential advances within my position, and I was excited for it. But after a lot of talking, we decided to go forward with it. When I was around 20 weeks, just after finding out the gender, he disappeared. 
I couldn't contact him. He wouldn't answer the phone or messages I got worried and messaged his mother and found out he was living back with her and was overwhelmed with the situation He kept paying his part of the bills over to my bank account each month, but I received no contact I even tried going over but nothing by about 27 weeks. I gave up trying I gave up crying and I just got on with what I thought was a future as a single mother I brought everything needed over the next couple of weeks and I set it all up at 31 weeks I started having pains, but I put it down to braxton hicks just before 32 weeks My waters went and I went into labor with the baby coming very quickly. He went straight to nicu I messaged and rang my ex and his mother but no response less than a week later My son passed due to complications of early birth. I again tried to contact my ex and his mother I left voicemails and messages but nothing the next few weeks were a blur But with the help of my mother and father his funeral was arranged They tried to contact my ex and his mother also but still nothing. I sent more messages nothing I'm assuming we were all probably blocked But honestly, at that point, I didn't care. I was so broken. His funeral came and went. It was beautiful and horrible. I stopped messaging and I told my family not to bother after the funeral had passed. I couldn't deal with it anymore. Now, about five months after his birth slash death, my ex turned up. He let himself in. I wasn't at home, but when I got back, he was instantly hostile. The flat was clearly not set up for, nor accommodating a small child. He demanded to see his son. I broke down and told him what happened. I've never seen him so sad and angry. He stormed out, slamming the door on his way. Within half an hour, I got a nasty call from his mother, followed by messages from siblings and other family. How dare I not let them know something so serious? How could I hide something like that out of petty spites? I truly didn't. I tried, but I couldn't keep trying. It's been nearly three weeks now of them being awful. I was speaking to my sister this weekend and she said to be fair It was a bit of a bad move to not keep trying. They deserve to know was it? I tried so hard to let them know but I was struggling so hard too. I lost my son too So am I the jerk should I have done more? Okay, this story is actually just insane Like it's actually nuts. Why is he coming back into your life five months later demanding to see his son? This is so weird. Like he's the one that left. He's the one that just abandoned you and yeah, let's be honest Almost definitely did block your numbers like numbers plural, right? It wasn't just you trying to get a hold of him and his mum. It's mental Like surely surely, you know, right? Like does he just not care? But then why is he making a show and dance and coming back into your life and also change your locks, please? Why does your ex still have a key? I know he's your, he, well, he was your, your son's dad, but, or your kid's dad, but still, like, he should not have a key to your house after, after you've broken up and been broken up for a long time. And given it was in this nature, the way that you broke up, him just dipping out. No, it's definitely not your fault. And also, you tried so hard in the first place and for an extended period of time. Ultimately, asking you to continue to try hard after all that time, it's just really tough on you because every time you're trying to get in contact with your ex, and his mum, it's just, you know, bringing up those same emotions of the fact that your your child passed away. Who would do that? To be honest, I'm impressed that you did it for as long as you did. And yeah, no way are you the jerk here. And now for our final post of this episode. Am I the jerk for ignoring my soon-to-be stepmom when she kept calling me by the wrong name? I am a 16-year-old girl, and my name is Andy. 
just Andy. My mum's dad passed away just a few days before she found out she was pregnant. My mum was very close with her dad and his name was Andrew. He also went by Andy. By the way, for those of you not watching, it's Andy with an I on the end instead of the normal Y. The technical female version of Andrew is Andrea, but neither my mum nor dad liked the name. But my mum wanted to honour her dad in some way, so I got named Andy. Now, I love my name. I think it fits me. My parents got divorced when I was eight and I lived with my mum most of the time, but visit my dad every other weekend as well as holidays three years ago my dad started dating his now fiance kate now kate for some reason when we met assumed my name was andrea i explained to her it was just andy but she kept calling me andrea i ended up telling my mum about it and she told me just to ignore kate until she calls me andy well this past weekend i was at my dad's and we were visiting some of kate's family she kept calling over for andrea and of course i ignored her She got mad and said, why am I ignoring her? And I said, because that's not my name. And you know this. Her dad and brother basically laughed, saying they thought I just went by Andy as a nickname. And I said, no, it is just Andy. They then asked Kate why she's been calling me Andrea then. Well, Kate later got mad, calling me a brat for embarrassing her. She went on to say I knew who she was talking about and that I should have just gone with her. But I was being a jerk. I honestly kind of feel like in that instance, I should have just answered to Andrea but I don't know. Was I the jerk here? And there we go. I've left the dumbest one till the end. Obviously, OP, you're not the jerk. How hard is it to get someone's name right? Ultimately, this person knows what they're doing. It's a fact. Kate knows. Kate, she just knows. It's not that hard to get someone's name right. Fine, you're allowed one or two errors at the start, but then it's on you to make that change. And if you don't do it, you're just being pretty horrible, to be honest rude and just very ignorant andy is a very normal name i mean who cares if it's normally a guy's name or not like any name it's not that hard to learn is it and uh yeah you're just being rude by by not calling her her actual name op that is and then also like having that reaction is mental obviously i'm gonna ignore you you're not calling me by my name imagine if someone just called you something that just wasn't your name and you were expected to respond to that no i'm just not gonna do that makes complete sense op you're not the jerk, of course. All right, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you enjoyed this episode of r slash am I the jerk. As always, if you can, comment down below. Let me know your thoughts. Do you agree, disagree? Go through the stories, you know, the posts. One through six, let me know, jerk or not the jerk, and your reasons why. It's always interesting to look through your guys' comments because I know myself that I do often get things wrong and you correct me, or you give me a little bit of a, of a different way of thinking about things, which is great. So uh, yeah, please do that. And I will see you all on the next one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.